1: Kirk Lowe, uh, founder of Top Advisor and co-founder, I should say, and I've got my partner here, Matt Halloran, and we are going to talk about a really wonderful topic today that does not get talked about at all. In fact, I don't know if I've ever read an article on this topic, which kind of tees up the topic wonderfully, which is marketing to the forgotten generation. And that generation is Gen X. And Matt and I happen to be Gen Xers
2: <laughs> yes. let's talk
1: about it. Yeah. So, Matthew, let's get going on this topic.
2: Well, here's the thing. So, so the big reason why I wanted to talk about this today is just because I'm personally very frustrated uh, because of the, the the basic things that you can say about Generation X are really a financial advisor's dream. Uh, you know, the first thing is, is we're 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 the latchkey generation. Like I, some people don't even know what that means, Kirk. You, you would, when we were preparing for this, tell us what latchkey meant to you, and then I'll, I'll say what it meant to me.
1: Well, latchkey it means that our both of our parents were working. Yep. And um, when we came home from school, we had a key. The, the, the anyway the, the visual representation of us we had a key uh, on a shoelace. Uh, around our, our necks like a necklace and that's how we got you know we let ourselves into the house and we took care of ourselves until our parents got home from work yep. and that is a um, that's a different world right
2: well it's a totally different world I mean could you imagine how your neighbors would would look at you if your kids showed up and let themselves in and went outside and played when they knew you weren't home uh, That's a huge 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 difference which also I believe fed into our entrepreneurial nature our generation has a lot of side hustles. A lot of us started our own businesses. Uh, and guess what? The funniest thing about this is, Kirk, is we're about to enter into peak earning years, which is when we're supposed to be planning for retirement. And freaking nobody's talking to us, man.
1: hundred uh, percent agree. And I know I can't believe how many people when I start thinking about it, that I know are do something that's entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. And like you said, some of them are side hustles and um, hardworking, I think to a degree risk takers, but yeah. a lot of people really w- want to work for themselves. They don't, they, um, I guess maybe stubborn is a word that comes in there too. They just want to do their own thing and you know control their future, things like that. That was a big reason why I started my own company was just not wanting to let anyone else dictate my, my ambition in being successful and, and I know you can say well when you're in a career you can move past that but I think that the this generation has done really wonderful at that and you said you know fiercely independent is a word that you used um, maybe you can elaborate a little bit on that and a couple other key points well, about ab, this
2: ab, generation. Yeah, absolutely. So, so fiercely independent. You know, we we were the slackers. We were the ones who really wanted to do what we wanted to do instead of what everybody else told us. Now that's a standard teenage thing, but we've really kept it through life. If you listen to the music that we listen to, it's it's generally confrontational. It's very individual based, but at the same time, we have our tribes, right? We have this group of people that we uh, hold very, very, very close and very dear and we trust them implicitly, which partially, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that we're Uh, Focused a lot on work-life balance. We're the first generation that paid any attention to work-life balance at all. So we wanted to surround ourselves with people who had very similar interests than ours instead of it being work, right? So my parents' generation, our parents' generation, Kirk, they hung out with work people. Well, that's not who I hang out with now. I hang out with a tribe of people who have things in common with me, and I found them generally socially, which is something we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, But the other thing is we're also very educationally focused. Most of us were still in crippling debt from uh, from college, but uh, we were the generation, you know, really before the generations that are coming up right now uh, where everybody had to go to college. I mean, it was not uh, it was not a question. And so, you know, we know what it's like to to invest in ourselves, which in turn makes us. Really good delegators, which kind of transitions us to some of the great marketing points that that you need to focus on as a financial services professional, focusing on how to get our attention. Do you want to go there?
1: Um, yeah, well, I also wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about the the idea that we're the first generation that paid attention to work life balance. I'm not. I don't think you're suggesting or we're suggesting on this podcast that this generation figured it out. But it's important to them, and they are more more likely to be striving towards it, right? Yeah. But I think that's important because that and that really tees up the first key point here. So what we want to get move into now is um, Gen X are an amazing market for these reasons. So why I'm teeing it up? Why don't you just go wild here?
2: Absolutely. So, uh, first off, we are huge delegators. We know what we don't know because we have extra education. A lot of us specialized. uh, So we want to find other people that we can ask questions to. And we will be the ones who hand over things almost unconditionally, which is really important. Now, that's very, very different than the millennial generation who thinks that they can do everything themselves. And you know what? Honestly, they were the first generation that had the internet at their fingertips growing up. And they know that if they want to learn how to, you know, uh, change the, uh, engine on their car, they can just watch a freaking YouTube video. We don't generally do that. We would much rather hand that off. So there's number one, number two, and this is going to piss off some of our audience. And I'm going to kind of apologize for that, but it's just the, it's just fact we want guaranteed income because here's the deal. There are no pensions left. The boomer generations had pensions. Some of the kids coming up in millennials have pensions, but we don't have pensions. Locking up our money for 12 to 15 years doesn't scare us as much as liquidity risk because a lot of times we will piss away. We'll spend our money faster than we should. So protecting it like a pension is very, very important to us. Now, We do our research and I can't stress that enough. We do our research and we always ask for referrals. In fact, if you're active on Facebook now, you can ask for recommendations on Facebook and it prioritizes that post over other regular social media posts because Facebook knows that it's gonna be interactive, right? I, I just did this very recently. I was looking for, I was in a different city and I was looking for something. So I asked for a recommendation from anybody who'd ever been to that city and I was flooded with, actual business names and addresses and re, you know, reviews of that place. This is the sort of stuff that financial advisors need to understand that they have to be ever present and omnipresent on social media and on the internet. It's not just something that you can passively do anymore. Next, we're fiercely loyal. I talked a little bit about that before about being fiercely independent, but we're wicked loyal. Man, we will go to the ends of the earth with you. Now, but if you violate our loyalty then you are dead to us and we tell everybody about it. (laughs) I I mean, that's just that's just true. Like, uh, I have a professional relationship right now uh, in in my life uh, that I've actually referred other people to. They did some things that they shouldn't have done. And now I'm going to tell everybody about the fact that they really violated my loyalty. Uh, And there isn't a lot that you can do to piss people off in our generation more than pissing than, than really being disloyal. Next it's all about social proof, everybody. You have to own that first page on Google, on Yahoo. I need to know that you have a LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, uh, that you have a website that's good, that's responsive, because I'm going to be looking at it on my phone. If I if I Google you on my phone and your your website's not responsive, I do not do business with you. It's just that simple. You didn't make it easy and convenient for me. You need to make it so that I can consume your information as quickly as possible. But it also needs to have depth. I don't want to just have you tell me how great you are. I want to know who you are. I want to be able to feel your presence. And the crazy thing is, in our generation right now, when we come in to a relationship, I'm going to know a crap ton about you. I'm going to know who you are. I'm going to know where you went to school. I'm going to know what you like to do for fun. In the closing percentage and all of the rigmarole that a lot of you as advisors have to do with the posturing and things, guess what? You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to, because my generation doesn't care. We're going to find out. But the flip side of that is, Kirk, is very simple. <laughs> if I can't find that information about you, I'm not going to do business with you. I, I wonder, Matt,
1: if if because i'm of this generation that so many years ago i figured out that when i was building websites and doing brands for advisors that if you didn't if i if i after i was writing and writing all this copy i realized everybody sounds the same and i'm not sure how long people are going to believe this because i don't and i started pushing people you got to have depth so you got to write a white paper you got to have a process you got to think about writing your own blog doing video podcasting whatever it is you got you got you got to get this stuff you got to create this depth. Yep. And I wonder if my um, you know, entrepreneur spirit background, all the, all the characteristics you're talking about of Gen X had an impact on me actually being better at, at that kind of marketing, if you know what I mean. So um, anyway, that's all wonderful points.
2: Well, now I want to just touch on a couple because something just happened there on your computer while we're recording. That's perfect, perfectly applicable, which is we're plugged in. We're plugged in, everybody. We yes, want my phone rings on my desktop. Well, I know. But see, the thing is, is 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 we are plugged in. So you need to communicate with us where we're plugged in. And we're gonna talk about that just a little bit more because we're very, very digitally savvy. I just got two other quick points, and then we're gonna go ahead and jump on to solutions. Now so first one. We're wildly open minded. So all of the stuff that's happening culturally started with us. We saw the hippie generation who is the boomers who ended up not taking any action at all on any of the social issues they seem to have supported strongly uh, when they were teenagers. We took that mantle up and really all of the major
1: Don't annoy all the boomers listening to this podcast.
2: Well, I mean, okay, there there are some there are some who have done that. And I really do truly appreciate it. And those are the ones that we looked up to. But the majority of them haven't. And and boomers can self-identify with that. They're the Reagan generation, dude. Uh, It's just you know, that's just how they were raised differently than how we're raised. Now, last we were, so not only were we really the first generation who really looked at work-life balance, now we haven't solved it yet, but we were the first ones who started paying attention to it, but we're also very purpose-driven, right? Um, Like Kirk, I know your kids are very socially active. My kids are very socially active. We've also been emulating to some of the millennial generation because of our actions as Generation X, Um those are really important. So when I'm looking at your website or I'm listening to your podcast or I'm following you socially, I need to see that you have depth to you socially and societally, whether I agree with your position or not, isn't as important as the fact that you have a position.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I, when we're building brands for companies um, over the years, one of the things I've started doing more recently is Discussing the option of having creating a foundation for your business mm-hmm. instead of sponsoring stuff as a financial advisor or financial firm. I said, Look, start a foundation. The foundation will have its own, it'll be its own entity as a, almost like a side hustle um, for your business. And then it won't be t- too obvious that it's a financial advisor sponsoring something, probably looking for. You know, yeah, some, something, something coming back. Right. But if you do it as a foundation, you get all the credit. The The power isn't in doing this to get referrals um, directly. The power is is in people being attracted to you and and starting more relationships with you. And then, you know, advocacy happens. So that that's one, you know, one small example of how powerful Um, it can be to, to market to this generation, to think about this generation when you're doing marketing, because it makes you better even for the the, the next generations,
2: older or younger. Yeah. So let's switch gears if you don't mind. And let's actually talk about how do you market to generation X? Are you okay with that? Yeah. Let's get going. Okay. So here's the thing, everybody. When I talk about being ever present and omnipresent, this is going to fit squarely into what Kirk and I have talked about for a really long time which is you have to rise above the noise and you have to be your own loud. You have to control the message for your niche, for your group, for your region, for your specialty. And the best way to do that is do something that's very convenient and omnipresent when you're not there, which would be digital marketing. Now you have to have a really good website. The website can't look like everybody else's. You can't have a four step financial planning process that's front and center on your webpage. Cause to be really honest, you look like everybody else. Your website has to scream your personality. And then when I click on any of the tabs on the website, That needs to reinforce that personality. Branding is really different nowadays than it has been in the past because there were other things that you needed to focus on to attract the boomer generation specifically. Our generation, we want to know who you are as a human. And there are some really, really good examples of some websites out there that really truly scream who this person is their bios is a lot more about what they do outside of work than, than what they do at work. Again, they have nonprofit organizations that they volunteer for as an organization. Um, you know, they talk about life. They, they don't just talk about finances because that's, what's the most important to us. Uh, and, and honestly, because we were latchkey kids, very few of us were really trained on finances. So if we like you, the probability of us taking the next step with you, um, in having you help us manage our, our finances is much higher.
1: Yeah. Just think of one of the things that I think of when you some of the points you just made, Matt, is that as an example, that the advisors that we're working with to produce and promote their podcast, where, where you and I have talked or our team have talked quite a bit about this, is that we strongly feel that how all of our podcasters are going to evolve is by speaking to the work-life balance and the and the things that this audience are open about hearing from their financial advisor. Yeah. In other words, not everybody's gonna um, want to hear about financial services or everything financial when you put it out there. Like you said, they wanna know about how you're involved in the community. They wanna know about other things to help them achieve work-life balance. And if you're gonna start marketing to any generation and particularly this generation that's up and coming and, you know, going to be controlling wealth um, in our, in the countries we live in is going to be helping them get to what they've always wanted to be better at, which is work-life balance and things like that. Right. Yeah. And, and being avid um, learners and being digitally savvy and being open-minded and being purpose-driven. Think about all these things when you think about your marketing, how do you get there? And you, you, are going to have to be open-minded about this yourselves. Yeah, you have to move to a new place that maybe you can have the yoga instructor come talk about it, and then maybe you put together, you know, a yoga class for everybody to try, and you organize it and fund it. There's all kinds of neat things that you can do to engage in how um, people want to be engaged.
2: Yes. So the yoga thing is a perfect example, and, and so we have a three-part process uh, that we take our clients through, which is entirely based off of everything Kirk and I have been talking about today. So first off is getting your thought leadership in the can. We do this by scaling your credibility, by building that thought leadership foundation, uh, having you get what makes you unique and different from a financial services perspective in the can for the first six to 12 podcasts. Then that next phase is when you start interviewing other people, right? This is the most important switch. And this is what Kirk and I have done uh, to really, truly build top advisor marketing is we're consistently interviewing other people within industries that are like ours, because we know that not only do I get to ask people really good questions and I, as the podcast host or Kirk as the podcast host, we get to learn from other people, which is super fun, right? You get to do that. As an advisor, don't just interview CPAs and estate planning attorneys. Also interview the freaking yoga instructor, a retirement coach, a great chef, um, a, a you know local business people who are in the community who are who have some notoriety. Uh, you know, interview the person who runs the the local AAA hockey or baseball team. This is the sort of stuff that are going to have people endear themselves to you. And since you already have your thought leadership in the can. Early on, I'm going to know that you're a financial advisor. That's not really the point. The point is, is now I'm starting to get more brand depth. And then Kirk came up with something a little while ago that was freaking awesome, which is the 12 by 20 and the 12 by 20. Or is it 10 by 20? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think it was a 12 by 20. (laughs) So what you're going to do is you're going to find 12 specific uh, hobbies that that you want to dive into more deeply, like what Kirk was talking about. And then you're going to find 20 people within each of those categories, and you're going to not only interview them, but you're going to target them specifically with that information, and then ask those 20 people to continue to introduce. This is absolute brilliant marketing because it talks to our generation. Our generation, that's exactly how we're going to do business with people like you, is from those concentric circles. So here's the deal. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to explain that one again just so it's clear. Okay. You you are you're on a mile a minute. Nobody's going to have to hit the 1.25 or the 1.5x. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, which I think is great. But um, the 10 by 20 Boy. is you find 10 people who um, are, that your clients know that are experts in 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 categories or topics that are relevant to maybe your audience. So maybe find a work-life balance. Maybe it's a, a coach, a life coach. Maybe it's a somebody who um, works at, who's an instructor uh, of private aircraft or flying. Maybe it's somebody who's a golf pro. Maybe it's a yoga instructor. Maybe it's somebody who, who's a, a chef and can talk about, you know, eating more healthy nutritionist. There's all kinds of topics, right? And Again, but the idea is, ask your clients who they know who would be an expert and if they would be enough of an expert to interview on a podcast then you find 10 of them you 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 do 10 podcast episodes with them right i think we had done 12 because 12 was once a month you could interview them and then do your own which is 24 podcasts a year but anyhow so then you interview each of those and then you but when you talk to that client and the person you're interviewing you what you want is to extract 20 names of people that that are in their circle that you can reach out to and connect with on LinkedIn and introduce the fact that you're going to be um, interviewing them, that you interviewed them and they have an episode with them. So what you want to do is you want to get connected to people who are, who are doing that yoga class, who are, are part of their yacht club, part of their tennis club, things like that. If that makes sense. So what you're doing is you're, you're infiltrating a new uh, topic an expert and then you're expanding to get a hold of their network. And you know that 20 could easily turn into 100, 200, things like that with a couple of them and, and, and that's good marketing,
2: right? So this isn't the only time that we're going to talk about all of this stuff, everybody, because marketing to this generation is really how you're going to get your book to start having people make deposits instead of withdrawals, right? This is a great way for you to not only follow some of the things that we're going to talk about through the next probably 15 to 20 top advisor marketing podcast. It's also going to give you not only access to the matriarch and the patriarch of the family if you focus on Gen X, because we are we are talking to our parents right now about things like inheritance uh, and and you know what you know long term care insurance and all of those sorts of things and we're also very interested in having somebody be the family's advisor so that I know that you as my advisor are going to take care of my kids and if you do the social proof we're talking about we're going to have that connection also so Kirk I think this is a good plus primer. All,
1: plus all of our parents are in their seventies and eighties yep and they're not going to be living forever, right? So there's going to be a huge transfer of wealth to this generation. It it's already started happening, but it's going to happen a lot more. Absolutely. All right, you ready to wrap it up, brother? Wrap it up. So uh, thanks for joining us. Um, we've got a subscribe button um, at the bottom. If you're listening to this on your uh, mobile device, uh, please hit that um, so that we come into your uh, into your device on a regular basis. We wish you uh, uh, a great, uh, continue great 2020. Hope it's safe and healthy. You can also visit our website at topadvisorm.com and you can find Matt and I on LinkedIn where we uh, regularly share uh, insight, wisdom and all kinds of things on LinkedIn. So Matt Hallern um, on LinkedIn or Kirk Law on LinkedIn. Have a great day and we'll see you on the other side of the mic real soon.
0: Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the contact us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.